Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in to the DNBR Avalanche podcast as the oh, yeah. Avs win 5-2 over the Vancouver Canucks tonight. I, look, the Avs seem incapable of playing an actually normal game, but it was mostly just the second period, right? The first and third periods felt pretty normal tonight. Very standard stuff. Yeah. It's just the absolute chaos of the second period that uh, mixed this game up a little bit. Uh, but let's start off with the 60-second rundown here. We can uh, cover this game and then get into it. Oh, we're just going? I can just go. That's fine. All right. Uh, first period... Honestly, felt fairly even. I wouldn't say anything too special really occurred for the most part. But the Avs, unfortunately, do give up the first goal of the game. Uh, some questionable coverage on the defensive side at times tonight. I think we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, but the Avs respond by scoring two goals late in the first period, including a power play goal, to end up winning that period 2-1. Um, good response, even though you would like the team to score the first goal. Second period was absolute nonsense, penalty fest, ridiculousness. We'll, we'll talk about it more in detail. The only goal of the period was Vancouver's to tie it up 2-2. Two to two. Uh, And then the Avs took care of business in the third period this time. Wasn't a full onslaught like we've seen sometimes, but they go out there, they start hot, they get themselves the lead, mm-hmm. and then they play effectively with the lead, and Kale McCarr finishes the game with an insurance goal. And you get an empty net or two, but... Just solid hockey from the abs and what they could control for the most part. All right. Let's go back to the start. First period of this game. Uh, let me ask you this for the start. What happened? Not much, right? It feels like, like it was 10 years ago. I don't remember the first goal. The first goal was Vancouver's. Was that the one that Olofsson covered poorly? Or was that was Olofsson's mess up the second one? I forget. No, second one is that one we didn't like, the short side. Oh, one. yeah, from oh, Miller. Yeah, yeah. So the first one so was all the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of a, a poor backside coverage. Not not a whole lot to it. But it's, yeah. you also give a guy three whacks at a puck net front. Like, not great. That's the that's the real frustration is you get you get a save out of Georgiev. You get lucky because they hit the post. And he gets it again. And then he gets another shot at it. And it's like, that's right. Frederick Olofsson, what the hell are you doing back yep. there, man? Yep. Like you just need lost. to, you need to be disruptive at some point, dude. And yep. you're not doing a damn thing. You're just watching it happen. My new, uh, new favorite phrase on the defensive end: "Don't cover ice, cover people." Olafson was not covering people. Yeah, you gotta be alert. Play. You gotta be more yeah. alert, especially if you're, if you're a fourth line guy. And, and they've, they've they've had a good year. I mean, so far, sure. but you know, you don't want to be scored on like that. You just gotta have your heart rate up a little bit more. You gotta be more assertive. Bad goal there. Especially in the first period that the Avs were playing pretty well. Yeah, I, I don't. It wasn't a great period or anything, but it no. was solid yeah. from Colorado. It's not dominant. Turns out most periods <laughs> in an NHL game are not dominated <laughs> by one or another team. This was a lot more of how it normally goes. Yep. I it again outside of the second period felt pretty normal. I I don't know. I made up for the. 
lack of normalcy at the end of the Nashville game tonight. You put these two games together and you equal one normal hockey game, maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, Avs do respond really, really well, though. Obviously, they score two goals. On the power play, you, uh, you end up picking up yet another goal from Val Nachushkin. It's a great pass across from Miko Rantanen to set him up, but Nachushkin finishes nicely. <laughs> Look, Nuke has obviously been unbelievably hot over yeah. the last recent stretch. Uh, let me ask you guys it this way. Is he earning the contract now? If you look at his season metrics, because at the start of the year, you felt it was a little bit yeah. slow. Has he, has he caught up to pace? Is he where he should be? I believe so. He's been one of their best forwards, right? I mean, for sure. Whenever you go, uh, you're, he's a role player. I mean, he's not, he's not a superstar, right? So he's a secondary guy. Yep. Whenever you go five, six games in a row with a goal, you're, you're, you're hot. I mean, I'll talk like a young guy, like <laughs> you're in a heater, right? You know what I mean? Um, I, don't, I got teenagers. I don't think that's what the young people I'm say. I'm just saying, like, I, I got teenagers, sorry. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, yeah, he's doing awesome. He's doing awesome, and um, and, and you need Val Nikushin to to get. I mean, if he's yeah. going to play like this, the obviously again, put that aside. That one minute in Nashville, yep. Forget about that one minute. They would have five five wins in a row right now. You got five wins in a row in this league. You're, you're in a good stretch. Yeah, you're in a good stretch. And this was a big win tonight. It's a character win. You knew Kale McCarr was going to come back with a big one because of that, you know, <laughs> bad play there that he, you know, that he made, made. Kale made the bad play. He did. Hey, listen, if Jack Johnson makes that play or Curtis McDermott makes that play, him. we're yeah. like, oh, my God. But Kale made a bad play. It happens. Shit yep. happens. Yep. Um, but you knew he was going to come back strong today. And I think it was the perfect game because I don't care what people say. Oh, it's not Kale versus Quinn Hughes. I'm not saying that. It's the Vancouver Canucks versus the Avalanche. But... Big part of the story is those two have been outstanding all season long. They are the future of the National Hockey League on D, right? They are. I mean, they're barely, they're babies. You know, they got their careers ahead of them. So you're going to get that matchup a lot. And Kel was like, hey, bring it on. Yep. And he was the better one. <laughs> it Tonight, is true. Sure. Kel McCarr always wants that smoke. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> always. <laughs> I don't care what people say. Like it, it's it's human nature. For God, it drives them. He'll never say it. You know what I mean? But yep. it does. That's what good cream rises to the top. Top end guys rise to the occasion. They live for those moments. Tonight, you know, because I'm, the worst thing that could have happened for the Canucks was Kill McCarr make that bad play. Yeah. Last game in Nashville. <laughs> it was. I mean, it's true. I mean, it, it is. Like, the way all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh, this guy's going to be on fire tonight. And here we, he was on fire again. It, uh, look, that celebration after the fourth goal was not subtle. Tells you a lot. That's <laughs> not a guy that he celebrated harder for that than he did that unbelievable overtime goal in Chicago. <laughs> Which he did sell it for. It, but. Yeah, but it, it tells you a lot that, look, as you said, some of these guys, they'll never admit to it. Of course. They'll oh. never cop to it. Maybe 20 years down the road when Kale's in on our memoir, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no longer friend of the show, but on the show himself. <laughs> Maybe he'll be like, yeah, of course there are some games that you get up for. Of course. <laughs> but he won't ever say that, but you know. And you can see it in the way that he's reacting in the moment. Yep. He knows he just, he just ended the game. Yep. He won the game. They were already ahead. That was the dagger. They had been pushing. They'd been pushing. It all stopped after that. It, yep. None of it mattered. Yep. 
He knows that he just won that game for them. He finished it off. By himself, essentially. Yeah, it's, it is by himself. Yeah. He, he takes the puck away. He outskates everybody. He scores the goal. It's a true unassisted goal, not a weird, like, oh, the it defense bounced off a guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. None of that nonsense. <laughs> he did it. And, you know, in the, in the head-to-head, Quinn Hughes had an assist. Yep. I don't remember his participation on the play. It was the second goal. Yeah, I just but don't I, remember same. what Me he either. did yeah. because it was so much JT Miller just doing most of it. Yep. And great. Quinn Hughes, Quinn Hughes just did not have the night that Kale McCarr did. And the Avalanche, it was a little bit of a reminder. This wasn't their A game. It was not. But it was a little bit of a reminder that you come into Denver, you're playing a pretty good hockey team. Yep. It, the way that they gave the game away in Nashville a couple nights ago was embarrassing and frustrating. Absolutely. And also a complete outlier. Yeah. And a total, total fluke. Yeah. It won't happen a, again the rest of the year. It a won't. Total it fluke. just won't. It had only happened 12 times ever, ever. <laughs> That a team had given up a game-tying and game-winning goal in the final minute of regulation. Yep. Ever. So, don't expect much more of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it was, a, it was a fluke, and it was disappointing, and it was frustrating at the time. You want those two points, blah, 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 blah. We don't need to rehash that, because what they did is they bounced back. They went out and got two points tonight. Exactly. And now you're looking at it, and you're saying, okay, well, they've won four or five. Yep. There you go. They've won four or five going into their first back-to-back of the season. You're five and, and two in your last seven. Your whole yeah. goal in, in, in back-to-backs just split. Yep. Win the first game. You've split. We'll see how it goes from there. I, Maybe you get lucky and you win them both. I mean, if you split it, you're sitting at six and three in this stretch of ten. You have a chance to go seven and three again, which is what you did in the first ten. Yep. Pretty and good. And every team in the league would take seven and three every ten games. Oh, buddy. If you play Anytime. 700 hockey over the long haul, you're very, very good. Yep. So... Not bad. Not bad. We'll put it that way. Uh, did want to turn this around, though. Bakar also assisted on the second goal of the game. A Jonathan Druin tip-in. Obviously not the way that Druin is going to produce most of the time. Yeah. But, look, he gets two points tonight. It Did uh, it did something change? Did something happen? Is it finally going to start coming on the production side for that guy? Was that on the power play, that goal? The the tipping goal? No, no. It was Yeah, Nuke was a power play. I mean, he's got the secondary assist, but... I didn't remember if that Shaw from McCarr tip was... Five on five. It was five on five. Okay, well, even better. Yep. Even better for him because it's a confidence booster. He scored four or five games ago, remember? And, you know, yep, it was yep. a late goal. You were maybe. hoping that it was going to get, like, get him going. Yeah. And, and it kind of didn't go anywhere. But, you know, now you're hoping that this goes somewhere. Um, and it was a tough second period. You know, to, not for him, for, <laughs> for the flow of the game. So a guy like that did, probably didn't get the most ice time and... You know, it doesn't play much of four on four. Doesn't play. Doesn't kill penalties. Didn't have a lot. I mean, they had some power plays, but it was like very limited. Not you know? really. Yeah. You know, and I they mean, were four on threes. Yeah. yeah. It, it for was just nine like, seconds. So for a guy like that, or tuna tatar, or you know, it's hard. You, there's no flow. It's hard to judge a game like that. A lot of times, coaches will talk to you the next day, and they're like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, let's just throw this one in. In the, you weren't bad, you weren't great. I mean, there was no flow. There's, it's hard to judge your game because it was such a weird, abnormal yep. time on ice for people. And, and when you got out there, you hadn't been out there for a few, sometimes 20, 25, 30 minutes of real time. And it's hard. Like, people don't realize you sit there and <laughs> your body is just not there. You get out there and you try to make something happen and it just doesn't. So... Kudos to everybody. Nothing bad happened in that stretch. And everybody kind of 
settled in after that, and then you saw another third period of great avalanche hockey, right? I mean, somewhere saw there was a little push from Vancouver. Georgiev, we talked about it the pregame show. We needed him to be good. He was good. We talked about the second one. We didn't like it, but mm-hmm. overall, 931 save percentage tonight. All plays the guy across from him. That's the only thing you can ask for by a goalie is be better than the guy across from you, and he was. Puts a stop to it at two. That's it. And I don't think you can reasonably ask more from a goaltender than nope. hold another team to two, right? Yeah. Sometimes they will. Sometimes they'll steal a game for you, but mm-hmm. you give your team a chance to win every night if the other team only scores two. Yeah, and even if we hate the second goal, and we hate the second goal, it's a bad sure goal to do. give up. Yeah. It's soft team. Just should not happen. Misplays it. But it stops it, too. Yep. And he makes a couple of fantastic saves. Absolutely. Throughout the course of the game um, that, hey, if those goes in, those go in, you're, you're in a different game. Yep. And instead, you're. this was the game that they were they ended up in, and they win it 5-2, to two, and you've got to give them the credit. Yep. It didn't create any weirdness. I think Vancouver led for, like, a minute 40 or something. It, was it wasn't not very long. long. Yeah, thanks, Connor Garland. <laughs> Bad penalties. Bad penalties. Offensive zone penalty where he's not accomplishing anything. Yep. Just cross-checks a guy in the back. Yep. Yeah. And the Avs made him pay for that one. Yeah, good the job. The one real full... Uh, no, I guess they got one other full power play. But none of the nonsense in the in the second period. Whatever ends up happening in the game, make sure you get in on it with Bet365, where they want to make all sports never ordinary. You can bet on just about anything when it comes to hockey, basketball. Otherwise, get in in there. Hopefully, you uh, you bet a Kale McCarr goal tonight. I bet the over one and a half points hit that one. Very nice. Uh, it's good money with Bet365. Especially with the NHL right now, you can get a 30% profit boost on NHL parlays. Go jump on to that with Bet365 and sign up with the DNVR code today. You can get in on it. You can have some fun. Come gamble with us. We have our very own DNVR bet on there that you can make, or you can fade us if you think we're dumb. Go ahead and fade that bet and get your money that way. Whatever works. Use the DNVR365 code when you sign up for Bet365 today. Get a bunch of amazing boosts and other pluses when you do. Of course, you must be 21 or older, physically located in Colorado. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Then we're also brought to you by our favorite folks over at Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Uh, had a, We had the uh, Christmas keg at the DNVR Thanksgiving party, so we cracked open one of those. It was a good time. Uh, if you haven't tried the mini kegs, you got to go check those out. They're a fun time. Uh, if you're not into the Christmas ale, I get it. You can try something else. There are dozens of flavors out there. Flavor for everybody. And you can get it in all 50 United States. Use the Breck Beer Locator online at breckbrew.com today. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Uh, second period was the ref show. Just complete chaos of ridiculous numbers of calls. Some of them legit, some of them questionable. Let's start with the Josh Manson conversation. He gets a a major in a game for, uh, yes, I get it. There was contact to Brock Besser's head. Also, what is Josh Manson supposed to do when a guy comes at him, cross-checking him? Yeah. And it's not like Manson blasts through his head or anything. not even looking at him. Right. He, he just, just puts his, his stick up. He's putting his stick up because Besser initiates. Yeah. And then Besser, for some insane reason, drops his stick. 
and skates face first into right, the stick. Right, and, and like is continuing to engage, but drops a stick, and it's like, you can't drop your stick, guy. Like, this is... You started this. Yeah, I guess, I guess this is exactly what you should do. If a guy engages like this, you should just put stick your, your stick chin down. out there. Yeah, <laughs> jut the face into it and be like, oh, that's five minutes. Now my team's on a power play for the next eternity. It's like a guy in baseball that leans into it, the pitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, exactly. I mean, Take one for the well, team. Well, I didn't like the call. I, I Listen, I'm not saying Josh Manson is like, you know, an angel out there usually. <laughs> yeah, you know? He plays hard. He's not even innocent he's not in a, this. Dude, that's what I mean. He's not, he's not a dirty just, guy. It Was that worth a game? No, oh, oh, my God. All of a sudden, you're down to five Ds. Those are, I mean, the worst part for me is you, you guys are saying the same and we're all saying the same thing like he's just there he's just it's body contact body position you yeah i mean god you, nobody plays like this you, you gotta move right and then it's accidental in a sense like it's like not accidental but you're just you're protecting yourself the other guy plays it right i don't think he did it on purpose better yeah. but he does like run himself into it yeah there's but some selling going there's on some there, selling there that's my point but the worst part for me is they actually looked at it yeah. On review and came back with a, a decision that's just absurd. It, it is absurd. I mean, that's, and then all of a sudden it escalates to all of a sudden everything's a penalty and then they don't know what to do. Uh, I was reading, so I don't remember who said it tonight. I was reading on Twitter there, like, live with the call. You don't have to all of a sudden change the officiating of your game. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to call, then live with it. You know what I mean? And it's like, Hey, I, I decided to call it, then all of a sudden not. And that's why Rick Tockett was pissed. Yeah. You could see he was yelling at him because, you know, like you said, hey, listen, <laughs> you you should just shut your mouth right now because, you know, you got the. But that, I think that's what he was telling the guy, like, hey, live with your call. Stop because right now this is getting out of hand. You're, you're going to lose control of this game. And, and that's kind of what was happening. And I mean, it was one of those second periods where it's it's absolutely wacky to backy. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense at all, like but at all. And and it's a tough period for both teams I, to play in something like that. Beyond the Manson call itself, which I I would love to hear an explanation of how that goes to Toronto and they come back with a five-minute major on yeah, the play. I really didn't have an, an, a real problem with, with the rest of the calls. The initial... Oh, sure. Take both of them two for minutes, two. Or, yeah. It was four minutes. He hits him in the face. He's bleeding. Sure, whatever. whatever. Besser gets two for cross-checking himself, which is a little light, but also two guys cross-checking in front of the net. Like, Manson's not cross-checking Besser unless Besser starts cross-checking right. him first. So taking them both makes sense to me. Like, I get it. Oh, yeah. I get where they go, and it's a two-minute power play, and you're like, okay, the abs have to stop doing dumb shit here. Yep. Because leading up to it was just a string of stupidity. Yep. Oh, you, yeah. you can't be mad at any dumb, of these calls here. You know, Bo's throwing that. the puck over the glass. Yep. The Chuskin trips a goaltender. You're like, what is hep? Why are you doing this? Yep. Miko's pitchforking. Yeah, like this is all stupid stuff. It's all easy to call. Like you, you. It's just terrible. And then you get that where you're like, what the hell is this, man? <laughs> yeah. And so it's is it a big surprise? Toronto's like, yeah, that's five minutes. And the refs on the ice are like, are we sure that's They took five a minutes? long time looking at that thing. They're like, are we sure? And then all of a sudden, everything under the sun is a penalty on Vancouver. Yep. Because Vancouver spends none of the major on with a, a man advantage. I think they had like seven seconds of At them. the very, very beginning? Okay, because <laughs> yeah. they were killing the previous <laughs> yeah, penalty right. still. But otherwise, they spend none of it. I agree. 
the Avs end up with a couple of like ten seconds of eight their own, seconds I or whatever, and you're just like, something. yeah, you're like, what the hell is this, dude? It, they they end up with you go and look at the numbers for it. They end up with less than ten minutes yep. of five v five time in a period, which is almost unheard of. It and just doesn't happen. Yeah, beyond that, all of that time is not really five on four power. It's four on three. It's four on oh, four. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it was weird. You've got you've got a guy like Ryan Johansson who's just like stapled to the bench. <laughs> tough, tough and, out. And, here. and that's my point. I was saying earlier, you're a big guy like that. All of a sudden, like, hey, your legs are this big. You're sitting there. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> and then you can't wait for the the TV timeout, right? You know, to Stretch maybe get out, out a there little bit. and skate a little bit with the ice people that are cleaning the ice because you're like, oh my yeah. lord, like I gotta, my back is seizing up. Like it's, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the worst feeling in the world. Worst. But you're sitting, and then every whistle, there's a freaking penalty, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, I just want to go home. It's Thanksgiving. I want turkey, and it's, I'm quitting. For the record, <laughs> penalty, in that second period, penalties happened at 225, 409, 639, 833, 833, 833. A lot of action there. Yeah. 1025 and 1142. It's every whistle. Yeah, every two every minutes whistle. for 12 starting, minutes. Starting at two and a half and ending at 1142. There were calls. You were, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight penalties called. There was basically zero even strength play. There <laughs> were 30 seconds of it between the Byram over the glass and, and the, the, the Nachushkin trip. Okay, then, yeah, okay, on, on Thatcher. Okay. That's, that's brutal, man. 30 seconds. And, that, and it, you started to feel like, all right, cool, the game is going to settle down. Yep. We're gonna get into it. It's five. We're back at five v five. Some of this weirdness is over, takes and then off into the yeah. stratosphere. And then yeah. it gets significantly worse. And then, then you're in that position of you have five defensemen the rest of this game. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. If you're trying to come back, that's hard. If you're trying to protect the lead, that's hard. Playing with five defensemen, there is a reason when teams are short, they go. We'll go eleven seven. Nobody goes 13-5. Yeah, it's never. <laughs> it's hard to do. It's hard to win with five guys well, on defense. I, it's and, just. And always remember this hard one, to though. Do. Always remember this one. This is first game of three out of four. Yep. So Saturday, so you'll tired, see, I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, it makes a difference. So that that call, you know, hopefully doesn't have a, a lot of whatever you call that, like, you know, lagging to it, you yep. know, where it keeps going. But, but it, it is true that they played. Five Ds for half the well, game, and, and it makes a difference. I mean, you felt it too. Regardless of how he played, we were all marveling at how much Jack Johnson was touching the puck, just because there is no other option. Because it happened so much tonight, right? Because there did is no not Josh help Manson. that, especially early in the game, Jack Johnson's on the ice with Colorado's top line, who was vibing early on. Like they're yeah. creating a lot. Sure, they're moving the puck back, and every time you're like three, 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 and you're like, dude. Three's getting that number called a whole yeah. lot tonight. But what I like, though, and I think we all liked it because we all went, oh, yeah. Like, I thought Manson was having a heck of a oh, game, he was, right? Yeah. Remember? Making like, it sound like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. <laughs> he was having a heck of a game. And, and that, you know, again, stuff happens like last game in Nashville. So somewhere, somehow, we're good to go. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was, he was like, he was playing his game. The Josh Manson that we saw in the playoffs two years ago. Certainly like the physicality that he was bringing, the, you know, 
And uh, yeah, and on the flip side of my comment, you know, on the three and four nights, then he's gonna be more fresh than the others because hey, he played yeah. half a game. I mean, hey, glass is always half empty or full. I'll take it the full glass, you know. Yeah, when the Flames are in town and they've played, they played the day before in Dallas. Yeah. Josh Manson late in that game is gonna be like the last guy on the Avs defense that any of those guys want to dump a puck in against. Mm. Yeah. Like, yep. No, I'm I'm good, man. Miss I'm, me with that? No, yep. thank you. Well, I like Josh's game tonight. No. So I, Eric, you kind of said it during the game where it's like you look at that second period and you take this night for a lot of these guys and you go what is there to look at at the tape like you're right the first period was fun it was good hey they score right they scored two goals yeah. in one minute just yeah. like i mean stuff happens on vancouver side they were dumb you mm-hmm. said it garland takes that penalty changes the things around they scored two in a minute awesome and then that second period comes and there's just no flow and in the third period, it wasn't a dominant third period like they've been doing all year. I mean, besides the Nashville one. But it was still a very solid yeah. third period, right? I don't know what the numbers are, but it was a solid third period. And they against a good team. Yep. Yeah, there was a little bit of a push at some point there. Like we always say, there will be a push at some point. You're not playing Bantam, B, whatever, high school hockey team. You know what I mean? You're playing in the NHL against a team that's... Hey, call the spade a spade. Four or five points ahead of you in the standings before the game. Yeah. So Vancouver's had a great year. Yep. I, I, there is no doubt that Vancouver has played unbelievably well, even if you don't believe it's sustainable. That's right. They've no, been great. But they've been great. It, it's, it's interesting because you look at this third period, and I think there's a big portion in the middle where you feel like, okay, the Avs played well enough. But that is sandwiched by a great start, and then putting the game away. Yeah. We kind of already talked about Kale a little bit. But who is it that gets the Avs the lead back in this game? It's the depth, guys. I mean, it's a... We haven't given enough love here to Jonathan Duran. We can we can talk about him, too, for sure. I just... I know we're like the depth guys. We're going to get into all that. I just, I just want to give a little bit of this love to, to Jonathan Duran. Because... I mean, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for it to pop off. Right. And he makes, he makes, it's fine. Like he just makes the right play on the power play. Yeah. Nothing fancy there. Yeah. And then the tip goal, he's going to the front of the net, things that you don't expect to Jonathan Duran to do. And it's, uh, he gets, he walks out with two points. (laughs) The third period when the Avs are not playing particularly well, are turtling a little bit, the Canucks are taking it to them, they've built that momentum. Who is it that is on the gets the puck out, out of the zone and actually plays shifts. with it yeah. a little bit in the offensive zone? It's Johansson, it's Tatar, it's Duran. Yep. So do you want more production out of that line as a group? Absolutely you do. There is no arguing that point. <laughs> but this is a good start for a guy like that. You need some of that. Your top, your top line did not dominate tonight on the score sheet. <laughs> As they do, any they end up the net was sneaking empty. a couple yeah. of points out, but <laughs> they always do. Those guys, man. But Jonathan, I just wanted a little bit of love for Jonathan Duran because yes, that is what they needed. That is what they wanted out of him. A power play point where he has an assist. He makes a nice play. They make a nice pass. This guy in front. Great job, Vancouver. What really good coverage there. <laughs> like you take what's given to you, and what's given to you is easy, and yep. you end up tying the game, and that puts you that propels you in a different direction in that entire game. 
all of that is good. We saw him, he got zone entries on the power play, like little things for Duran that he had been doing continued tonight, yep. but then he got the production to boot. Makes you just say, that's an A-plus night out of that guy. Well, And I think the conversation has started to change a little bit. Certainly you and I have liked a lot of Druin's games, even if the production wasn't there. And now you look at the production, he's got five points. Tatar's got seven. He's not that far behind. And two goals to Tatar's zero. And you start looking at that and you go, before it felt like Druin was the easy one to sit. Now, maybe you're sitting Tatar over that guy. Yeah, and right now, you're continuing to lose bodies, so you're really not you're even not having that conversation when, yet. As LOC just disappears tonight. Yeah. But just from a standpoint of when you see people saying, oh, bench this guy, bench that guy, I don't think it's as clear-cut as it was three, four, five games ago. And Jonathan, like, all of a sudden, he, he puts a good game Friday yeah. And he gets a couple and guys like that thrive on points. It's just offensive guys need points. Yep. He gets a couple points. Let's say, you know, he has another couple points. That's four points. Again, we're, we're we're going ahead right here, but I'm saying it's a very doable thing, especially if he's getting some power play time with McKinnon and McCarr and Ranton. And like mm -hmm. you can easily get another two point. And then all of a sudden you have four points in two games. You feel good about your game. You feel good about yourself. Yep. So yeah, that is a big thing for him tonight. Yeah. In a weird game where you know, because of the second period, well, he does get that power play point. He does get that tip and goal, like your you know, little things. And Coach Bednar, in the morning, was asked point blank, what do you want more out of this guy? And he said, I want him to produce. It's that he simple. Did. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he did. You know, uh, all of it also he, says a lot about the rest of his game. Yeah. That. The answer is I want him to produce because he's doing everything else that we could reasonably ask this player to do. Yep. We need points. Yep. And he Bang got him tonight. Uh, on that note, you guys got us over 100 likes. So thank you very much, chat. Let's do our vitamin W. Some winner's shots here. Thank you, Dr. Dubs, for prescribing the winner shots. As always, our winner shots are brought to you by Breckenridge Ooh. Distillery. You can get their award-winning whiskey today. Ah, okay. I wanna I wanna lock into a handful of things here. Number one, looking at the Avs defense, you're playing with five. You have to feel pretty good about these guys tonight. Not that it was perfect, man, but for them to get it done. This is the difference of the game in Nashville and the game tonight is that they get out of there. It's yep. not an A game. It's not an incredible game. To be honest with you, that they ended up with five goals in this game is kind of hilarious because they didn't really play all that well. They did not play five goals well No, tonight. They were not dominant offensively. They were not dominant defensively. They were just pretty good. Without all that weirdness in the middle, maybe the game goes a little bit differently. You know, the Canucks end up with more shots on goal, which a lot of that comes from segments of the game very specific segments including the that the that that's period of time about 13 minutes left to go in the third period when the push really started yeah building. too whenever kale scored that goal whatever time of game that was five like five minutes sixes, yeah yeah that's that was a that was the big vancouver push and the avalanche did fine they held out fine yep. georgiev made good saves not overly dominant and the avalanche with five defensemen again got through it Caleb Jones is looking around going, this is such a good situation. Like, yeah. there's a there's a dude hurt. Now that guy gets thrown out. There's a, 
You know, like <laughs> Sam. Now Sam Gerard has left the team for personal reasons. Yep. Don't know when he's going to be back. Now they're you know a five D game. Okay, I'm gonna get to play a lot more. This is a showcase for a guy like that. And he was solid. And he's just fine. Yep. And you look at Jack Johnson. You say the things that Jack Johnson does well, he did well. The things that Jack Johnson struggles with, he struggled with. He is who he is. Yep. And the rest of that, the rest of that defense, you're looking at, and you're going, okay, I would like more from Bowen Byron personally. Sure. But yeah. at the same time, like it's five defensemen. Yep. You're just trying to get through it. When you get a lead that early in the third period, you're like, we're just trying. We we just want to win this thing. Yep. And they do. They get the job done. Yeah. I. It's just quality hockey. It's not the best, like you said. Maybe a B game tonight, but. On a lot of nights, your B game needs to be good enough to win. Yeah. And it was tonight for Colorado. I think that was the frustration in Nashville, too, was their B game was enough to win and that they game. still did. Yes. And yeah. then it fell apart at the very, 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 very end of it. Yep. And it was like, well, now it's an F game. That's like uh, you're in school and you take the test and you get a B, but you forgot to put your name on it. So they fail you. <laughs> That's what it's like. Uh, anyway... On that note, we are brought to you by Hestra Job Gloves. You can go get your Hestra Gloves today. Uh, they've been a glove company that have been doing this for over 85 years. So they know what they're doing when it comes to gloves. And uh, we all got a pairs ourselves. Let me tell you, they are extremely warm. Yes, they, they are. They are so nice for cold weather. It is going to be, those mine are going to be used extensively this weekend. Yeah. Mine in my car right now. It's going to snow yep. tomorrow. So get your Hestra Gloves. Make sure you're keeping <sighs> your little thingies warm. All right. Hester will take care of you on that one. Uh, their job gloves have a great fit, and they allow you to do whatever it is you want to do. It's not just for keeping you warm. If you're on a job site, if you're maybe doing something like gardening or whatever it is you might be doing, Hester Gloves will take care of the job for you. Uh, no matter what it is, they have high-end materials, so they last longer. They're better fitting. It's a fourth-generation-owned company here in North America, located in Nevada, so they're local, too. Head on over to HestraJob.us and use the DNVR job code to get 30% off your next purchase of gloves with Hestra. Uh, they, I know they have a couple of other cool pairs, too. Megan got the cool kind that, like, work with your phone. Uh, you can touch screen with them. That's always super dope. Uh, again, that's 30% off with the DNVR job code at HestraJob.us. Or if you're looking for the bulk rate ordering for your entire team, you can email Josh at HestraUSA.com. And then on top of that, we are also brought to you by the fantastic folks over at Breckenridge Distillery. Like I already mentioned, they provide the uh, winner shots for us. Absolutely del delicious award-winning whiskey all the way around. Uh, they also make a cool vodka as well, inspired by the Broncos' new helmets. A lot of other stuff, too. You can go check out their full whiskey alcohol menu over at BreckenridgeDistillery.com today. Get yourself in on some of that. And there's still a little bit of time starting to run out. You got to get in by December 1st. But hashtag Broncos Bourbon with your favorite Broncos picture on Instagram. And you're entered for your chance to win a sweet ticket two pair. Actually, two? A pair? A pair of tickets to a Broncos suite on New Year's Eve. You can enjoy the football game. You can enjoy the fireworks. It's a fantastic experience when you hashtag Broncos Bourbon. Get over there at BreckenridgeDistillery.com. Go check them out. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. You had a you got a quizzical look on your face there. Has it felt like to you guys like December first has just really like snuck up this year? Yeah, kinda. 
because I had a, I was in the kitchen today and I had a thing that expires, that's unopened, that expires on December 1st. And I was like, well, that's I guess I'm using yeah. all of this now. <laughs> it's, I feel like November has gone by really quickly. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is the abs stop having, they stopped they having, start having normal two stuff. days off yeah. game, two days off. So it felt like an eternity yeah. between games. They were playing two games a week and shit. I wonder how much of that is just that. But anyway, go ahead. Probably some of it. I think it has to be. <laughs> Either way, as take care of business, there's a reason you pay your best players, right? When you need one, and maybe need is the wrong word, but you, you survive that push that you're talking about from Vancouver, mm-hmm. and you put the game away because Kale McCarr's just built different. No, he's the MVP of the league this year so far. I mean, you think me, so? Hundred uh, percent. No one's been better. No one's been more valuable to their team since the start of the season. And the worst—no, it's true. He's the best player on the planet. I've told you that for a long time now. You don't believe me? I'm kidding. He's been outstanding. And <laughs> but the worst part is he can sustain it. This is not a guy that's like all of a sudden he's you've always had a great twenty games. Yeah. This guy can do that for eighty games plus playoffs. Can do it for a hundred games. So. Outstanding. I raise my hat to him. I don't have a hat, but obviously this last stretch has been incredible. I think it's 11 points in four games. I don't know if that's sustainable, but on the whole this season, you look at McCarr's totals and you're like, yeah, that's pretty normal. Yeah. (laughs) Refraining from comment on this. Yeah. I mean, obviously McCarr is incredible and there's nothing, there's no taking any of that away from him. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. I mean, he's incredible. What he else is, is there to say? Yeah. You, you, he deserved so much of a better fate in that Nashville game yep. than oh. being remembered for that schoolyard bullshit that took place <laughs> at the end where <laughs> it's a weird bounce. It's Everything about it is, is just such a weird play, and, and people want to take that away from a game where he had three assists, and he was awesome all yep. game long. And so to, to me, it's just like I don't – he has five multi-point games in a row. The guy, as a defenseman, like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's outrageous. It's ridiculous how Whoa. good he is, how special he is. Uh, and it, and it, it, none of them feel cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not like he's feasting on, well, he passed it, and then another guy passed it up the ice, and then that guy up the ice did something. How um, many in this last five are perfect Shots in that get tipped by Val or Drew yeah, or whoever. You know, but. stuff like that. But and, and that's fine. But it's just like you look at you look at the, the goal that he scores tonight. They're up three two. Vancouver's buzzing around. JT Miller has the puck high in the zone. And he dares. He's yeah, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna that man. Kill McCarr is hunting this puck and I'm gonna try and make this move. And Kill McCarr just takes it away from him. He just yep. takes it away. Yep. He takes it away. He gets in on a breakaway and he goes down and he scores. He gets you know, Thatcher Demko kind of sucked tonight, but he got a piece of that, and it's just not enough. He almost gets it, and great. He can feel better on the team playing tonight, that knowing he got that he some of it, knowing that he almost had it. <laughs> but yeah, and in, in the bigger picture, I don't know how you don't look at Kale McCarr as the Avalanche best player at this point. Sure, most yeah. valuable, best. It doesn't even matter. He's just both now. Yep. And I think for a couple of years leading up to today, it's been an, a fair argument. Is it McKinnon? Is it, you know, Ranton? It's kind of been like that quietly exceptional really third yeah. banana. You know, and, and now you just look at Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr's taking it. 
Yep, he's the best. He's the best Avalanche player right now, uh, and he's he's dominant in ways that even a spectacular start from Quinn Hughes has not been. And you dig into some of the underlying numbers, and you wonder Kale about separates. the sustainability there. Yeah, man. Kale separates in a way where you say Kale McCarr is just special. Yep, he is. He's just a special creature. He's a unicorn. We've we've joked for years that he's not from Earth. He's an alien. <laughs> and you see a little bit of that again tonight. The guy's just he's just broken. <laughs> he's he has broken an entire fan base for what they can ever reasonably expect from a young defenseman ever again. Yep. Cuz he is No one will live up to it ever. No, he <laughs> will I I hope that I die in my 70s, 80s whenever I'm going to die. And Kale McCarr's still the best player Maybe you've 60s. ever watched. And yeah. Kale McCarr, I'm I'm hoping that Kale McCarr is still that guy. Yep. He's he could just be. he's he could just be. that special and oh. we've said we, we expect a 100 point season out of him someday. He's on 130 point pace right now. That's <laughs> Don't know too much. If that'll keep up. But. That's that's too much. That's not going to happen. But if he 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 gets a little wild and he throws out 110 or something, I, I don't think that surprises any of the three of us. Yep. No. He's just capable of something like that. That he's just special. Yeah. Don't know what you got. Doesn't what else take to away say? from anybody else out there. In a wonderful generation of young defensemen, he's at the front of the pack. Yep. And it's up to everybody else to catch him and. 18 good games hasn't been enough for Quinn Hughes because guess what? Guess who's right behind him? After tonight, Still. is McCarr one point back now? Still, I'd have to go and double check, but he's he's, he's right within, there. He's one yeah. or two points back of a guy who has had an unbelievable start to the season in Quinn Hughes. Yep. And I'm not taking anything away from Quinn because that guy is amazing. He's just not Kale McCarr. <laughs> That's it. But That's Kale McCarr is, you know, we were joking about Thanos earlier, but he feels inevitable. Snap those fingers, Kale. Uh, and then look, the Avs top line does end up getting the empty netter. It was good work. They get it in deep. They make the play. Miko finishes it. Don't want to take that away from him. I, you do feel like you could get more out of those guys, though. And you're winning games when those guys haven't been elite, elite, elite the way Kale has. Two back. Two back? Okay. Yeah. Uh, hard to feel bad about a hockey team that's finding ways to win games like this. Oh, and you're right, because look, Mac last week got about 11 points in five games, and it's, but it's done quietly. Yeah. And I think we've, we've gone to expect so much out of 29 and 96. And um, Nico had a two point night. Yeah, that's by the way. That's why I'm saying quiet. You know what I mean? Like they can go and dominate, and they'll dominate some, some 10 game periods. And I always go back to my 10 game segments that there's going to be a segment here where they go 10 and 0. It will be. <laughs> and why? Because. 29 and 96 will be unbelievable. And not that they haven't been good, but they'll be unbelievable. Yep. On the score sheet, every game, uh, but they have another notch. They do, and that's what's scary for the rest of the league because those guys have a different notch, and they have that elite player notch as well, and they have the, the future Hall of Fame notch, whatever they are, right? And they're just, they're just better than most people. So I think we're due... To expect something like that, you know, and and I think it's coming very soon. I hope so. I'm down. Uh, we do have a few super chats to get to here. Looks, yeah, yeah. Uh, Five dollars from Walrus Guy. 
who says, can we remove arguably from the debate yet? Makar is the best overall player in the world and working his way up the list of all time greats. Uh, I don't know if you can ever remove arguably because someone will always make an argument here, there, or the other one. And some of them I think are probably valid. McDavid is still a really good hockey player, even if Edmonton is a disaster this year. Uh, but 20 games is just not enough to, for sure. to say, yeah. oh, this guy, has this guy been better than that guy in 20 games? Yeah. Does it matter? Yeah, ultimately, this is a fake list, so yeah. who cares? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Avalanche fans, I don't want to rain on the parade here. Avalanche fans should be excited about Kale McCarr. Oh, totally. They should be excited that what they're seeing Kale McCarr do to start this season is very, very rare and very, very special. Just because Quinn Hughes is doing something a little bit similar in Vancouver right now does not make it any less special. Yep. It just doesn't. It is a, it is a very hard and rare thing for a defenseman to score at these kinds of rates. It's a little more normal than it used to be, of course. But it's still it, not normal. Yeah, it doesn't take it away. If you want to believe that Kill McCarr is the best player in the world, great. Yep. Uh, we had an RTV uh, super chat in the pregame that we missed for $10, so I want to shout him out. Don't know if he's watching. He was saying there were no ex-Avs players in Vancouver, but Adam Foote. Huh? Oh, yeah, Ian Cole is an ex-Av, so incorrect. But also Adam Foote on the bench as an ex-player, sort of. You think Joe Sackick's is shooting footy a text tonight? Saying, got you on this one? Just sending him pictures of Kale McCarr. <laughs> <laughs> I like that answer. That's I, the right answer. I hope that's he actually did that. Doesn't that, have to say anything. That would ah, be great. I'm sorry, that's friend of the show, Joe Sackick. True. Yes. Friend of the show now, Joe Sackick. Uh, Long-time listener, recent friend. And yeah, Footy. There you go. And Footy's a friend of the show, too. True. He's it been is. on, too. Yes. Uh, and then a big $50 super chat from Jim. That's so generous. Thank you very much. Who says, Makar uh, over four and a half shots. Makar over two and a half shots. Uh, McKinnon Hughes, is the first one. Oh, does it say McKinnon? Reading yeah. is hard. Uh, Hughes over two and a half shots. Makar cashes on the goal. What a rush. I'm eating. So are my DNVR homies. Happy Thanksgiving, fam. Easy life sometimes when you bet on Kale Makar. Yeah, Nathan McKinnon, no goals on seven shots tonight. Guy was flying around. He was zooming. The The skating was there. The goals will come soon. Yeah, they will. It's not December yet, so he has to have his <laughs> annual break before he goes off in December. Uh, it's a good hockey team, man. I, I don't know what else much to say <coughs> about this team right now. They're not perfect every night. Obviously, they've had some ups and downs in the first portion of the season, but night in and night out, I think you believe in this team to be capable of winning games. They did it tonight. Yeah. And I think, obviously, the the loss in Nashville is just like a... It's like this lone caveat to this being a five-game winning streak and you feeling over the moon about right. how the Avalanche are playing. <laughs> but... Ultimately, I mean, you just have to feel like the, the, the arrow continues to trend up. That, yeah, they're not playing the A games. They were only playing A or F. Right. There's, that was They're it. finding a reasonable middle ground now. The majority of NHL teams are going to win or lose based on how they play in their B games, yep. their C games. And you feel like the Avs played two B games and probably should have had four points ex in four. Exactly. And I think the thing, my number one takeaway from this is they get through the PK stuff in the second period. Yep. Survive they it. get they get lucky with some of the 
calls after the five-minute major and don't end up having to kill any of that. But they get through that. They lose the lead anyway. They go into the third period tied. Once again, this is a third period where the Avalanche need to outplay the other team. Yeah, they do. And it takes them 90 seconds to, to jump on them, get a lead. And then, all right, now we got to close. They didn't close last game. They didn't close last game. No doubt. Came awfully. You, they came about as close to closing without as you closing, possibly can yeah. without actually doing it. They closed this one out and emphatically, you know, yeah, the Canucks had their moments. But when you have a three-goal third period, you don't give them anything with the empty net. You know, the Kale McCarr goal really is the dagger. But the empty net with three and a half to go, you don't give them anything. They score. It's five to two, and they spend the last, like, 20 seconds or whatever just standing behind the net with the puck. They're done. They're out. They just want to get out of the building. You ran them out of the building. That's a team that everything has gone right for them to start this season. You made them go away. They have lived the charmed of charmed lives to start this season. And you shut them up and you put them down. For one night, you put them down. And that feels amazing. Bigger picture, you've won four or five. You, you You can fret about the one, but they've won four or five. That's good hockey. That they're they are playing winning hockey more often than they're playing losing hockey. You look at the standings tonight, they keep up with Winnipeg who wins, they gain a point on Dallas ahead yeah. of them as Dallas loses an OT. And your your other reality is that over the last handful of games, this four or five stretch, you're getting Ross Colton, Miles Wood, you know, Riley Tufty gets on the show. Jonathan Druin Jonathan Duran has had a handful of points now. Uh you're you're getting production from beyond just Rantanen, McKinnon, McCarr. I, not production, but it also felt like a step in the right direction for Georgiev tonight. All yeah. of those pieces are starting to level Absolutely. Up. Absolutely. You really needed the Georgiev piece. Yep. And I'll tell you what else I like because it is Thanksgiving, right? So it's, and I'm not saying Thanksgiving is about food. Uh, we all know Thanksgiving is way bigger than it's food. It's not. But I mean, Food is a big part of my analogies. You know what I mean? So we talked about Pizza Hut last game, right? Well, look at the first three goals. Where's Druin? Pizza Hut. Where's Natushkin? And where's uh, Tufty? Tufty. They all went to Pizza Pizza Hut. Hut. That's it. (laughs) I mean, you're hungry? You want food? That's where you go. Yep. You go get your pizza. And, you know, that for me is... It's big, you know what I mean? Because you're going to need in playoffs to get goals like that. It doesn't matter who your opponent is. The Kale McCarr goals of the world, like, we know it's special. We have special players here in Colorado. You're going to get those goals like the breakaway goals. But you go back to that, it's the meat, the greasy, the turkey, the yeah. stuffing, and you got everything going there. And I loved, I love seeing that tonight. You love you love the McCarr goal, you know, the head-to-head. You love how yes. it happens, all the how excited he is. It's the fourth goal. Yep. You need the first three for that fourth goal to even matter. That's so, right. Um, also, I was watching the Columbus game earlier this evening, and Cole Sillinger scored his first goal of the season. And he was a it was a tip in, and the announcer was saying, "If you're struggling, go to the net. That's good it. things will happen for you." That's it. And you you to your point, look what happens tonight. Riley yeah. Tufty doesn't do anything. He just goes and stands it, it there. Hits it hits his shit. And it a, goes yeah, in the net. A puck yeah. goes off his leg and into the net. And it's like you you don't have a chance for that to happen if you don't go to the front of the net. Yep. And what why does Val have what is what does he have? Six it's goals like in five six games? and five or something. Where are yeah. all his goals from? Yeah. 
And tonight, tonight is great. It's not a tip. He's not. It's not. But it's a great finish. He's still in front of the net, but he does it in a different way. And you always want to have a variety of ways to score against teams. Yep. Because that's that means they have to defend you in a variety of ways. All the goals coming from right around the net front from the Avalanche means that they're going to have to pack the box tighter and tighter, which means that's going to be more space space for McCarr, McKinnon, and Rantanen down the lineup. Johansson, Duran, those guys, they're going to end up with a little more space on the rest of the ice because teams are going to have to start committing to defending hard in front of their net because the Avalanche just keeps scoring there. Yep. Sometimes hockey's a simple game. If you want that pizza to taste a little better and you're in northern Colorado... Get over to High Plains Strains. You can get with High Plains Strains today to get whatever it is you're looking for. They have a wide variety of products. Uh, you can check them out for your needs, including edibles, uh, high-potency concentrates, and some of the best flour in the state. There are three different locations, Log Lane Village, Garden City, and Sedgwick. So if you're in northeastern Colorado, they're the dispensary for you. You can also save time by ordering ahead online at highplainsstrains.com. And the best part is when you use code DNBR online or mention it in stores, you can get a bunch of great deals, including not Black Friday, but Green Friday. Uh, get a half ounce for $45 and get a full ounce for $80. Veritas 8th for $25. A Mammoth 1G cartridges for $15. Exquisite extra extracts for, for $40. Tons of great options with that DNBR code. So head over to High Plain Strains for your Black Friday deals with the DNBR code. And then, once you got your High Plain Strains, you might want to hit up some Snarfs. Go get yourself some delicious sandwiches. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, I great high meal. I'm not going to lie to you. Not Like, Snarfs is great anyway, but when you're high... You go to Kind Love and load up on some <laughs> products and then some Snarfs, yeah. and you're set. You're, just, you're cooking with fire at that point. Uh, get over to Snarfs. They have a bunch of amazing sandwiches. Again, can't go wrong. Whatever it is, their roast beef, if you want to get their cold cuts, if you want to get, I don't know, what what else did we get the other day? I forget. I got the Super Club. The Super Club, an option. You, they've got the, if you're really high, you can get the hot dog bacon sandwich. I've also had the grilled cheese. I've also had the peanut butter and jelly. Bam, and bam, bam. I have had the peanut butter and banana. Love Can't it. go wrong with Snarfs. They got lots no. of options. Uh, they also yeah. have delicious bread that they bake themselves. Uh, absolutely fantastic. You can also get Snarf Burger even. If you're more of a burger person, they have a couple of burger locations. So go get in on it. Hit up Snarfs today. Uh, also make sure to grab yourself a sandwich and get their customer app where you can get a bunch of bonus stuff, including a BOGO 7-inch sub when you first sign up. <laughs> like, I think we had a late Super Chat. From the ever-positive Melanie, thank you very much for the $5. Happy Thanksgiving, Go Avs. Yes, indeed. Hope everyone enjoys the holiday. Um, Whatever it means to you, whatever you do, hope you have a good time. Um, That's all I got. Anything else you guys want to add? No? No? Really, really (laughs) excited. We won't have anything for um, until Friday. But obviously, we wish everybody the best for the holiday tomorrow. Yep. Um, you know, be safe, enjoy your family, blah, 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 blah. Yep. All that all that stuff. Um, and then our first back-to-back. Hey, not just our first back-to-back. We're doing a little Black Friday sale of our own, too. So, yeah. Keep your eye on the DNVR Locker Friday. If you're, if you're looking for something, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a shirt just yet, Black Friday sale, there's going to be some fantastic deals. So... 
go check it out on Friday and see some uh, some shirts potentially up to 90% off and you can get a $15 gift card if you spend 75 bucks supporting us which we would really appreciate uh, at very least give us a like and subscribe here on YouTube that means a lot to us uh, but we are out of here for today we are off for Thanksgiving hope you all have a good one we will be back for the back to back and that will be what it will be we'll talk to you then you're all silly like the mayor 